Welcome to I Love My HBCU Question Mark, the podcast where we express our undeniable love for HBCUs, but where we are also not afraid to address a few tough questions. So, sit back, learn a little, love a lot, and rep your HBCU. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of I Love My HBCU Question Mark. I am joined today by an amazing guest, Pedro Dudley Jr. I say amazing because we have a little bit of history. And should I get into the history, Pedro? No. Yes? No? Yeah. Yes? Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. So this is actually our second time with Pedro. And the reason why I, I want to give Pedro this shout out, you know how when you're starting a new venture, your first yes matters. And Pedro was our first yes. And it's important for me to thank him for being our first yes. So even though he's not the first guest that anyone is going to hear, that our audience is going to hear, Pedro was the first person that enabled us to know you've got a podcast. Because when we reached out to him as this, this amazing student, he said, absolutely, yes, I, I want to record. So welcome, Pedro thank Dudley you. Jr., how are you today? I'm doing great. And I definitely appreciate the, the shout out. You know, it's always an honor. So I definitely appreciate this opportunity to be up here and speak. So. No, I, I, I appreciate you. And I am going to move on from this very soon, I promise. But I do think it's important for students out there to hear that because because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of young people, old people, it doesn't matter the age who are starting something new get a little discouraged when it doesn't Mm -hmm. hit immediately or it doesn't do all of the things they want it to do immediately. And my father has a saying, all you need is one yes. We've got a lot of yeses, but you, you were our first yes. And that will always be in our history books for us, that you were our first yes. So I sincerely am appreciative of that. I really, really am. Okay. I also happen to know that you have been doing a lot of amazing things. Um, So fill us in, fill us in on what your specialty is, your major, what has taken you to several different parts of the United States of America during this internship. Fill us in, let let our audience know about you. Got you. So yeah, just to give a little background again, my name is Pedro Dudley Jr. I'm a senior at North Carolina A&T studying journalism and mass communication with a concentration in multimedia journalism. So I'm really into a lot of things with the digital media and marketing for sports and entertainment. And so uh, I say something that I enjoy doing is making videos, all type of like different reels on social media, as well as just showcasing my uh, different, different like digital skills, like photography and everything. And, um, you know, it's definitely, I've definitely been blessed in that area. It's taken me very far. I've done internships with the MLB, which is Major League Baseball. I've done experience with the NFL. This past summer, I interned for the Houston Texas Texans doing um, event experience for their training camp, which was really fun, but really high out there. So that it, it was nice. But um, now I'm currently I'm in my senior year here at ANT, and luckily I got. Um, an internship with the Greensboro Swarm, which is an affiliate of the Charlotte Hornets. So 
I'm doing marketing and game presentation for them right now. So just been juggling that in school. It's been a lot, but it's been really fun and I've been learning a lot. So um, I'm really appreciative of this journey and just been just been growing, growing a lot um, during this process. So it's been great. So if anyone hears that that uh, uh, recap that you just shared with us, they should be exhausted because, wow, that's a lot. Thank you. Uh, but a lot of good things that you've been doing. It also sounds that you are a sports guy, like that sports is your oh, yeah. thing. Of all the sports that you have had the opportunity to intern with, which one is, 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 is tugging at your heart the most? Which is the one that if you could land in that space, where would you want to land in? Right. I'm actually glad you asked that because, like, growing up, I was always a big basketball guy. Like, I grew up playing all the way up until college. Like, a lot of my family played, um, you know, pros and stuff like with basketball and even football and different sports. But I I've always had a love for that. And definitely with doing it now, it's been like, like I don't know how to really explain it. It's like, you know, that one dream that you always had growing up. But I also give a lot of love to football as well because, the NFL, they showed me lots of um, support during when I was doing the experience program with the NFL. They was very supportive, just helping me out, um, giving me like the words to say when I'm presenting and different things like that. And then with the Texans, they was very um, open and, you know, they welcomed me with, a, with an open arms. So definitely football has climbed up my ladder a whole lot. And even honestly, with, like baseball, because I never was a baseball fan, but working in it, it was like you you grow a whole nother like love for the sport. But I say at the top of my list, it's always going to be basketball and then like football is right there. Okay. Okay. I, I think regardless of which sport you end up picking, we're going to see you in sports someday. And your resume yeah, right yeah. now is, is kind of dope. Not kind of, it's dope. Your resume yeah. is dope. Love that word. <laughs> yes. No, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I would love, you know, you know what? So, Tennis is my sport. I love tennis. Okay. I would I would love to see I don't see a lot of black male commentators, mm -hmm. black male um uh personnel, period right. in the world of tennis that I'm I'm slightly rooting for you to kind of give tennis a shot ever so slightly. Well, I say yeah, I mean if the opportunity is there, I'd definitely be open to take it. And I love it. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because I had like conversations with one of my friends who recently, uh, well, it was an internship that she did with them, I want to say in Florida. And so it was giving me like insight and stuff about that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, tennis is a tennis is a dope sport. So I I say, yeah, more black men pay attention to tennis. Um, that's a sport I will be rooting for. Right. You mentioned you mentioned in your in 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 your commentary earlier on um, about your social media. I do want you to share with the audience what your social media handle is because we've taken a look at your social media and he is. So those who are getting to see Dudley on our YouTube podcast, as opposed to just listen to him, he is in a, it is, it is an early recording, by the way, but he is in a beautiful blue suit. 
He is yeah. in a checkered uh, blue and yellow tie. The, 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 the Aggie pride. He said the Aggie pride tie. Absolutely. Got he it. doesn't play when it comes to his fits and his social media kind of gives that away. So tell, tell, tell the audience your social media handle. Tell the oh, audience yeah. so I think we froze for a second. So I'm going yeah, to just say it, it again. Froze. Yeah. So tell the audience your social media handle. Gotcha. Yeah. My social media for for both Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is Dro Dudley. So that's D D R O D U D L E Y. D R O D U D L E Y. Dro yeah. Dudley. Okay. I think people should check it out. He's got some really nice tips for you on a lot of different things. Okay, Pedro, are you ready for the starting 67? Yes, ma'am. Let's, Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This has started to become the first question that I ask. So um, I'm going to go for it. Time starts at the end of the first question. You graduate next year. Correct. You're at your college graduation. Who is your dream commencement speaker? Hmm. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to say Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael yeah. B. Michael B. Jordan. I would like to see that too. I would, I would come to your commencement just to celebrate you. But if Michael B. Jordan also showed up, <laughs> that's an extra incentive. Yeah, uh I feel like <laughs> a lot of people would. What was that? Shout out your professor, your favorite professor, and what they teach. My my favorite professor, hmm, that's tough. I'm gonna have to say Professor Squires. That he's one of my um, professors for my journalism courses, and he's definitely helped me out a lot with my writing and just giving me insight on the journalism world and how to truly be successful in this field. So big shout out to him. He's helped me out a lot. Every time it freezes, you're going to see me just stop intentionally mm -hmm. and then start another question so that we can just have a clean edit. Okay. I don't know why it's glitching, but we're, yeah, we're going to roll with it. Too. We're going to roll with it. It's okay. So all of this will be cut out, but every time I'll just stop intentionally and then just start again. Okay. Gotcha. So you already gave the question and um, the answer to, to Professor Squire. So I'm just going to move on to the next one that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. What is an unspoken rule at North Carolina A&T? An unspoken rule. Oh, who? Give That's us a tough. fun one. Give us a fun one that only That's you, tough. the students, would know. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like if if you're in the cab, please try not to drop your plate <laughs> because what would happen? Will everyone will clap. And That's kind of fun. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of the students who drop their plate, they be kind of embarrassed. But like, <laughs> folks, they do it in like a jokingly manner. So it's like it's kind of it's kind of funny, honestly. That's fun. Have you dropped your plate in the cafeteria before? I actually haven't. Well, no, I've done it before, but it was during like the COVID time, so it wasn't like a lot of people in the cab. So I was good. Have I'm going to ask it again because it froze. Have you dropped your plate in the cafeteria before? So I've actually done it one time, but it was like, it was during the COVID times. So like, it wasn't a lot of people in the cab. So like, no one really like heard it for real. 
but I've actually thought about doing it like purposely just to see what people would do. So you should do it before you graduate just to see what the reaction is. I might do it this week just because and let y'all know. And get it recorded. Get it recorded. I want to know what that looks like. Okay, I'm going to ask you one last question in the starting 67. Describe your HBCU experience in one word. Oof, one word. Wow. Dang, one word. That's like so many that's coming to mind. I'm trying to. Sheesh. I'm going to say, like, family-oriented. Because, like, yeah, that's that's really the main one. Because here at a and everyone, it's like a big, happy family. It's like a family reunion every time I'm on campus. We'll be having the cookouts, the just the vibes. Like, everyone's just great people. So I definitely say that because I look at everyone that's, like, my close friends, my family. So, yeah. So, Pedro, Believe it or not, there are some students and alum that I talk to that are not particularly excited about their own HBCU experience. They might love Mm. HBCUs, but they are not excited about their own HBCU experience. To date, I have never met an alum or student who went to North Carolina A&T and isn't ready to literally go crazy about Man. North Carolina A&T. Like it is, it is a, it is a, you kind of just step aside when Aggie pride shows up. You just, just, nah, just step aside. Nah, so I... because of that, I'm about to ask you a slightly unfair question and this mm-hmm. is intentional. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, most of us know that the U S news and world reports came out with a listing of the top. Uh, you, he's uh, smiling. He is, cheesing. <laughs> he is cheesing. He knows where I this is going. Where, I see where this is going already. <laughs> he is cheesing. I love it. So since you can already start reading my mind, prep, prep for the question. So if you did not pick North Carolina A&T as your top three, give me your top three in that list of best HBCUs in the country? Well, we might got to say that one one more time. Sorry. No worries. No worries. No worries. So if you could not pick North Carolina A&T, and we know you bleed Aggie pride. We know that. So if you could not pick North Carolina A&T in your top three, of the best three HBCUs in the country, give me your top three. Who? Top three? Yes. I probably have to say, I'm going to go with, hmm, that's tough. FAMU, I'm going to say Morehouse, and which one will I put next? Want to say Clark Atlanta? And like, obviously, I'm not a girl, but. I definitely be hearing a lot of great things about Spellman. Like I've always like seen them at like top of people's list. So pause. You gave us FAMU. Mm-hmm. And then you gave us the three that are literally in the exact same proximity to each other. Facts. <laughs> so I hope these aren't fighting words for anybody who's listening. 
Yeah. Who does not go to FAMU. <laughs> it's, all, it's all love to all the HBCUs. It's, it's, it's absolutely all love. So why am I asking this question? So number one, it is absolutely all love. But number two, number two, it is very clear that there's something that Florida A&M University is doing that I'm, I'm going to be extremely honest with you, Pedro. Somebody asked me that question and get, guess which one I said was my number one. Which one? Florida A&M. I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> I did. And this is, this is, I'm, I'm not, a, I've never been at Florida A&M. I wasn't yeah. a student there. I'm, I'm not a teacher there. It's, it's, it's so many different things about them that make you wonder, wow. So you did not pick Florida A&M University to go to school. You picked wow. North Carolina A&T. Tell us your college journey. Tell us how you selected North Carolina A&T University in the first place. Yeah, so honestly, first starting out, a lot of people don't know, I actually wasn't even um, accepted into the school because like, my scores and stuff, you know, like the standardized tests, was, honestly, that was never my thing. So I like I had to retake the test and everything. And there was a few like HBCUs that I was looking at around like North Carolina. And so I always knew that A&T was like at the top of that list because I had toured it. I had toured A&T, what was it, my sophomore year of high school. I went with a group and um, I really enjoyed it. Like the vibes was nice. People was outside like. I really enjoyed the atmosphere, but then like really just like praying on it more. And then um, most of my family, they went to HBCUs. Most of them went to St. O University or a few of them went to Winston-Salem. But I knew I wasn't trying to be that close to home. St. O is like 15 minutes away. So I, I was like, yeah, I can't do that. And then honestly, yeah, I just, just thought about it more and then got to a and and it's just been great ever since. So it's kind of how that went. Uh, I wasn't like too sure at first, but once I got here, it was like, yeah, this is the one. If you if you could just uh, look back to your freshman self, the freshman self that did not initially get accepted into North Carolina A&T and um, was, um, I'm not going to use the word struggling, but was yeah. definitely searching. Let's use the word mm -hmm. searching for oh, where sure. you would land what would you want to tell that person um, now? What, what advice, what special message would you want to tell that person? Because it might help a number of our freshmen in college mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, that's good you ask that. I would say just, just keep going. Like, believe in yourself. The, the passion that you have for the things that you want, just go for it, honestly. Like, it's all going to work out at the end of the day. Like me, uh, like, I would have talks with my mom all the time about it. Like when I first was, you know, trying to find out what school I was going to, and honestly, it was, it was stressful because I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do. At this point, I knew I wanted to be in the sports industry too, but it was like the opportunities wasn't there. But then I had realized, like, I'm I'm young. I'm just going into college. Like I'm doing the right thing, but I can't rush everything. I pray about something and think that I was gonna get it the next day. And that's not how it goes. So it was really like over time, I just had to realize, like. You know, over time, everything going to come. So I just say, just keep going be patient, believe in yourself and just, just put in the work, do what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get to where you want to be regardless. Keep going, be patient, put in the work mm -hmm. and go.
go after what it is that you actually feel strongly and passionate about are the things that I heard you say. I I know that a lot of my students get discouraged very easily with rejection. Mm -hmm. They they get really, really discouraged quite easily. Um, And I think nobody likes rejection. So I shouldn't say just my students. Nobody likes rejection. How do you handle it? You've gone after a lot of opportunities. It is very, very likely you didn't get a yes for every single opportunity you really oh, yeah. wanted. What, how, did, how does Pedro handle, wow, I really wanted to be the intern for the New York Giants and just throwing something out yeah. there. And you don't get it. So yeah, for me, I would say... I use denial and like my losses as fuel. Like it's like, okay, y'all ain't believe in me. I'm gonna show y'all why y'all should have selected me or you know, had me on the team or whatever the case may be. Cause like a lot of my internships, like y'all see the success with what I post and stuff. And I've actually been trying to display more of like losses mm. in the sense. Like I remember there was a reel that I posted the other day. It was like a broken mirror, just stuff like that. Just like just trying to showcase more of that. That way people could see the real me and like, you know, other things that that's going on. So I say, yeah, just like I use that all as fuel because um, I just like at the end of the day, I believe in myself and the things that I got going. And then I ain't going to say it hurts, but it's like, man, like some folks out here really don't believe in what you got, mm-hmm. what you got planned. But I'll be seeing the vision way before I even apply to something. So it's like, I know once I get in that position and like what you said earlier, all you need is that one yes. So like with me, it's like, that's all I need. And then once my foot in the door, like y'all done messed up from there. Like I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> I like it, that, I like that's it. That's all I need, honestly. And I'm a, I'm a really confident person, but I'm very humble at the same time. Like a lot of my friends, they know I don't speak too much about my success or anything like that. So that's why even doing this is, is different for me, but like, you know, I, I'm definitely appreciative of like where I've gone um, because of my losses. And if it wasn't for my losses, I wouldn't be where I, where I am now. So you, you said something, uh, you said, I won't say I'm hurt or anything like that, but, um, so I would say it hurts me and I'm just being very honest with you. I, I get hurt (laughs) and I don't see why we can't admit that the initial rejection stings. It do. do. (laughs) The the initial rejection is like, damn, I, I think I'm all that. Why, how do you not see that I'm all that? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do think it's important to admit that, that mm-hmm. um, because we hear a lot from the Pedro Dudley juniors of the world who are going to tell you, brush yourself off and move on. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely the advice that I think we all need to hear. But I also think it is okay for us to hear that initially you might want to lick your wounds. Initially, yeah, you sure. might want to cuss out the email that told you <laughs> that you didn't get it before you go for another um, um, opportunity. And um, I, think it's, I think it's okay to actually admit that. You mentioned about the broken mirror and I want to get to the broken mirror for a hot second. <laughs> Believe it or not, I want to tie it to, um, and this is your space. Sorry, believe, believe it or not, I want to tie it to um, your space. Your space is marketing. Your space is visibility. Your mm-hmm. space is, and currently uh, one of the biggest avenues for that space is social media in its different okay. um, um, channels. 
Oprah Winfrey said it not too long ago. She's not the first. She won't be the last to say it. So many others have said it that I can parrot that part of the danger with um, all of us, society, is the constant level of comparison that Mm. we are um, making of ourselves against somebody else's very perfectly curated clip on social media. And I, I don't think anybody is asking that we all now start doing all of our emo posts on social media either. But bringing it back to the broken mirror and also showing that things might look well, but they're not mm-hmm. always great and the best. Yeah. Can you talk about how important it is for your generation, but all of us, not just your generation, and especially somebody like you, where most of what we're going to see and hear of Pedro in this world is going to be in that very forward-facing social media space. The importance of what it is we should not be paying attention to in social media. Give us, give us your expert take on that as somebody who curates a lot of content. Yeah, so that's a good point because the more that I've been getting into content and social media and seeing like uh, content from like other people, friends and everything, I know this, you definitely see a lot of real, but you could tell like some things may not be as real and like they may be doing it just for content or just because it looks nice on social or don't want to like showcase certain things. But it's like, I feel like in this world, a lot of people get too fixated on, you know, perfection and wanting things to be the best. But at St. Thomas, like, you got to showcase the real. Like, if you always showing them this, when the real you come out, then they're going to be like, what's this, you know? So that's why for me personally, I try to always be myself, like, regardless. So, like, even with the Broken Mirror video, like, my plan was just to do an unboxing video showcasing, you know, my room with in my apartment. So I was bringing it up. The mirror was kind of heavy, so I'm bringing it up in the in my room and everything. Unboxed it, looked at it, it's all broken. I'm like, man, like, but mind you, I got my phone set up. I'm recording, so it's like I'm not just gonna delete this. I done spent thirty to an hour like bringing this up and setting up the camera, the tripod. So it's like, why why am I just gonna delete this video when I could just make something out of this and showcase me still unboxing it? So I did that. The, the video actually did really good on both Instagram and on um, TikTok and got like um, like a lot of traction and everything. So people and then people was sending me messages being like, I like how you how you basically like like kept it real and show us, you know, that not everything is always um, so perfect or whatever. So that's definitely one thing that, like I said earlier, I've been wanting um, to showcase more to social and I just feel like it's something that this world needs because there's a lot of fake out here and like try to really cross those out and just make everything more more real and um, you know how it should be. People should know the real you. So Nice. That's- nice. Talking about the real you, talking about things not being perfect all the time. I want to bring it mm-hmm. back to Aggie Pride. I want to bring it back to HBCUs yeah. and the pressure that I see several HBCU students put themselves through. (sighs) Give me your, just Pedro's. Pedro's not speaking for North Carolina A&T. He's not speaking for every North Carolina A&T student. 
Give me Pedro's unpopular opinion about North Carolina anti. Unpopular opinion? Hmm. I think I gotta really think deep with this one. <laughs> it's like Don't curate it now. Give me the real. Give me the real Pedro, an authentic, unpopular opinion. But it's mm-hmm. your opinion. It's your it's your truthful opinion about North Carolina anti. We know North Carolina anti is perfect. Yeah. But <laughs> what's your unpopular un- opinion about North Carolina anti or about HBCUs? If you don't want to make it about North Carolina mm-hmm. anti, that's fine. But I do want to hear an unpopular opinion from you. Well, we might got to say that one one more time. It just froze one, froze again. You can start. You mind if we say that one one more time? No worries. No worries. So it doesn't have to be um, specific to North Carolina A&T, okay? It could be Pedro Dudley Jr.'s unpopular opinion about HBCUs in general. But speaking about something real, something authentic, knowing things are not going to always be perfect, what's Mm -hmm. your unpopular opinion? Yeah, for this one... Honestly, I'll probably say, hmm, I ain't gonna say like when people are doing too much, but in the way is like, I could tell when people are I'm trying to think of a better way to explain it. It's like, I got it. It's like, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> Let me think. It's more so, dang. He's struggling with this one. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's like I know what I want to say. Because in a way, it kind of goes back to the other thing that we were saying with, like, the perfection and everything. Not to say, like, students try to be perfect in, in a sense, but, like, I guess a lot may want the spotlight and everything, but basically just got to let things naturally come, you know. And it kind of goes back to also what I was saying about the timing and everything. There's a time and a place for, you know, when we all should have our like breakout moments, you know, rather if it's for career or things of that nature. But I feel like a lot of us could be more patient when it comes to like certain areas that could be, as I was speaking with career, just like in person, you know, in school classes, stuff like that. So that'd probably be one of the main ones, but it was, it was, it was real tough trying to just think of like one thing though, but that'd probably be. The one I would say. We froze. (laughs) Like both of us froze. No worries. The good thing is that I'm creating enough space in between all the freezing moments to cut it out. By the time we see this, it's going to be like, wait, where were the frozen parts? Right. Oh, yeah. So, Pedro, based on what I've heard you say, is it fair to say that your unpopular opinion is us not giving each other enough grace to not be perfect? In a way, because I think what where I'm trying to get at, because, you know, we're already in the space with fellow other HBCU students and, you know, when looked at from like other universities and stuff, it's kind of like a big chip on our shoulders. So it's like they want us to be, it's big, 
big and bad in the professional world and stuff, but at the same time, it's like we're the same as everyone else. Our timing will come, and it's like, well, I'm hoping that this is making sense because it's like, I just feel like we're looked at differently in the way, and, you know, even when we're spoken about, like, we're, you know, addressed with uh, the HBCUs and everything, but for like, you know, when it comes to, as I mentioned, with professional world and just in class and stuff in general, you know, like, basically, like, it's just all about, like, timing and everything and when we, you know, make our shine, but there's no, like, rush for greatness or anything like that. Okay, 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 okay. Got it, got it, got it. Um, I'm asking you a bunch of unfair questions today, aren't I? <laughs> He's like, yeah, why? That, yeah, that one was tough. <laughs> Had like, me thinking for like a minute. <laughs> so, so, but I, but I, I want to hear your opinion on this one. Yeah. I do. You I are African American, mm-hmm. and at least that's my assumption that you're African American. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, we are in a space and time where enrollment numbers and just attendance at HBCUs, the numbers are getting higher and higher and higher. Uh And I can definitely speak for a number of the HBCUs that I am personally aware of. I don't know if it's also true about North Carolina A&T, but we're also getting more non-Black persons attend HBCUs. I want your thoughts on HBCUs existing primarily for black students or do you not or do you what are your thoughts on HBCUs being more inclusive of other than just black students I'm curious about your thoughts on this based on different things that I've been seeing nationally um, at different HBCUs right so yeah I'll say I go back to like freshman year since I've been here, I've definitely been, like, I could tell how it's in, increased with the number of people who's not, you know, African-American or, uh, like, people of our culture or things like that. But I say, I mean, I know there are a lot of people that are given opportunities, like scholarships and stuff like that, you know, especially, in like, in, let's say, for example, like, engineering field, because that's something that we're, um, our school is real big on with engineers and things of that sort. So I say, like, I don't really have a problem with it because I know, like, we're all here to get our education and everything. And, like, I I mean, as long as they ain't causing any trouble or anything like that and things are smooth, then I feel like it's, it's good. But I know a lot of people do kind of, like, disagree and feel like it should be mainly just us. But at the same time, like, we, we all here to, we all here for the same reasons. You know, we, we, Certain people may have more fun, do different things, but, you know, we all just getting our education and just trying to graduate. So at the end of the day, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it should always be a way higher number with our people, though, since it was built for us. Okay. So welcome, but there should still be a higher, uh, yeah. it should still be predominantly um, geared Most towards um, African-Americans or Black people. Finish this sentence for me, Pedro. In 10 years, I will. Yeah, say that one more time. Finish this sentence for me, Pedro. In Mm -hmm. 10 years, I will. 10 years, I will. I'll either be working for the NBA or the NFL, having a 
marketing role or digital media, but also, God willing, I may already be starting my entrepreneur side of things, having a, my goal is to have a marketing agency and, you know, be recruiting different athletes, different influencers, celebs and everything. So the timing is right by that time. That's something that I will be doing as well, but we shall see. Before we leave, Pedro, uh, is there something you want our audience to know about that you're working on currently? Something you just want to share with our audience? Uh, it could be a passion pursuit. It could be anything. Is there anything you want our audience to know about you that I have not teased out of you so far? Yeah, so honestly, I've just been trying to dab my foot in different areas and everything. So, And then when it comes to social media, just been trying to expand, been thinking of different ideas. So like, Past couple of weeks, I haven't like posted as much because I've been thinking of just different ways to kind of like change up my content in a way and really uh, showcase different parts of me. As I was mentioning earlier, you know, showcasing maybe like more of the losses, just different things. So I was trying to think of a better way to navigate that to the people. So I say definitely more content. And um, I've been Honestly, it's been a lot with like the internship and everything. So just thinking of more experiences to come for afterwards as well. And Bobby graduating, so stay tuned for news for like afterwards and everything. So, but more more that's to come. I definitely keep my people updated. So yeah, we're we're going to be staying tuned. We're we're going to be staying tuned because it is based on just your trajectory from one internship to the other, one opportunity to the other. I you're going to land somewhere amazing. Uh, you're right. going to land exactly where you're supposed to be. And I absolutely look forward to seeing where that's going to be. Uh, finally, Pedro, leave our audience with a word, a short phrase or a word on why you, Pedro, love HBCUs. Oh, I'm going to do it again. No worries. No, it's no worries. the second time. <laughs> <laughs> no worries no worries all right, no i got worries. you repeating all these <laughs> no sorry, worries yeah. no thank you so finally pedro leave our audience with one word or a short phrase on why you pedro dudley jr loves hbcus hmm smile if y'all see the colors y'all know what i'm about to say so. <laughs> Aggie Pride, man. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. I myself and and um there's a segment producer on on this recording. Um we we are we are coming to North Carolina A and T. Really? <laughs> we okay. are. We are Let me know. We are. There is there is a glint and a love that oozes from mm -hmm. you and every North Carolina ANT person we yeah. speak to, we're coming. We're coming soon. Gotcha. We're coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely let me let me know when you do. Pedro, you're gonna be the first person we call. Like, listen, well, we're good. here. <laughs> Show good. us around, sir. I got you. I give y'all a tour and everything. <laughs> yes. Well, to to all the Aggie Pride, uh the Aggies. Do you do you guys call yourself Aggies? 
Yeah, that's like the main term. Aggies. It's just Aggies. Okay, yeah. so all the Aggies out there listening, I, I know you are proud of Pedro Dudley mm-hmm. Jr. And I thank you for listening to this episode. I also thank the audience um, who have listened and watched this episode. I thank you, Pedro Dudley Jr. for being my first yes to actually make this podcast official. I will always appreciate you for that. I really will. Everybody else, I do hope that we have earned um, the honor of you subscribing to I Love My HBCU question mark. And till the next episode, yours and HBCU love. Bye. You've been listening to I Love My HBCU question mark. Let's keep the conversation going as we share our stories and encourage more practical support of HBCUs, whilst, of course, holding each other accountable. Don't forget to follow and subscribe for the latest episodes. Until next time, love and lift your HBCU.